in my lifetime, and I'm going to be very direct here and I'm probably going to make a lot of enemies, but I've never seen a more insidious, inane, exploitive, and cruel plan put forth to the American public. In San Francisco, you're asking non-slave owners to pay people who were never slaves $5 million per black guy in San Francisco. The average household is going to have to pay $600,000 if the $5 million is paid out. That's just for San Francisco <laughs> and for has the five nothing million. to do with the... That's not counting the, the $97,000 every year for the rest of their life. That's not counting the free education. That's not counting forgiveness of all debts. That's not counting the right for them to buy a house in San Francisco for a dollar. It's a joke. My guest today is Tony Hall, former supervisor with San Francisco County. Today he'll explain what California and San Francisco's reparation plans entail and why he thinks it is not likely to happen. So all this malarkey about, well, 65% of Californians are for it and 90% of black people are for reparations. No, 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 no. That's not true. From what you're saying, do you think that they're not going to pay this? I know they can't pay. You know they can't pay. There's not a thinking person in this world that knows they can't pay. The money's not there. You want to destroy the United States? That's the quickest way to do it. I'm Siamai Korami. Welcome to California Insider. Tony, it's great to have you back on. Welcome back again. Siamak, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, again, thanks for having me on the show. And more importantly, thanks for all you're doing to inform Californians. Thank you, uh, Tony. The important things. Thank you. We want to talk to you about an important topic, reparations. And you know, we had the reparation task force. There's been, they've been working in the last two years to come up with a plan. Can you explain to us what is reparations first and then what the task well, force is? Well, I do? think people have to understand what reparations are. Reparations are payments or benefits forwarded to a, speci a specific group of people in a society for perceived or real wrongdoings in the past. The reparations that we're talking about today are after the George Floyd riots, Governor Newsom with some of the assemblymen and legislators appointed a nine-member task force to study reparations and come up with uh, suggestions on how to uh, address the wrongdoings or the alleged wrongdoings against them in the form of discrimination. At the same time, San Francisco, there's two different things happening here. San Francisco Board of Supervisors, never to be left out in the cold and always wanting to be ahead of the curb. The mayor and the board established a reparations committee up there. So we have two different groups in California with different approaches. You have the San Francisco Task Force and you have the California Task Force. And on top of those, you have advisory committees. The California committee submitted to the governor their report. After two and a half years of meetings and studies, they submitted their report. It's changed over the last six months, and I can go into how it's changed and why it's changed. They were not really stuck on a number to pay out like they have been in the past. In the past, they've been talking about paying out services, benefits, atonement for uh, every black person that could trace their lineage to a slave or somebody who was a descendant of a black person, a free black person before 1900. Well, as you know, California never had a history of slavery. It became a state in 1850. 
there's 13 different categories they're looking at. The California Task Force is looking at housing, crime, over-policing, the war on drugs. Too many of them were arrested, they claim. They had their businesses taken away. In most cases, businesses, I've read the report as much as I could, as much as they'll release, businesses that didn't exist. They're claiming that a lot of businesses would have existed had there not been discrimination. So it's kind of nebulous up in the air. There is about 115 recommendations for atonement over 13 different categories. They were saying that each black person in California, two and a half million of them, should get the equivalent of about $1.4 million. That can tie their lineage to a Back slave to okay. or a free black person before 1900. Very hard to do, by the way. I don't know how that's going to happen, but they have an idea that they can figure that out. And God bless them if they can. Yesterday they came out and said it's not about black. It's uh, called lineage. But what they're limiting their study to is black only. So it's about blacks. Okay, it's about African Americans. Let's not kid ourselves here. Let's, let's call it for what it is or we're not gonna ever get anywhere. That's California. Um, Sam, now, let me, before I finish with California, if we're looking at the numbers, our California budget is listed at about 300 to 330 billion a year. If we were to pay out 1.4 or even a million, let's, let's use the figure a million to 2.5 blacks for they can identify themselves in the proper category. We're looking at anywhere between a, a minimum of 400 billion to probably 600 billion, but maybe as high as 800 billion. So we're looking at something that is potentially twice as big as the budget of California. So what happens if we're forced to pay that out in the first year, do away with California. <laughs> You're doing away with the goose that lays the golden egg. It's gone. There will be no more California. There will be no more money left to pay anything. Services, roads, uh, policing, nothing. San Francisco, let's go to San Francisco. San Francisco's reparations committee, the Board of Supervisors studying it, calls for paying, and I'm just going through some of them, five million dollars per person, per black person in San Francisco. Yeah. There's about 43,000 to 45,000 that we know. Let's say we, 35,000 of them are 18 years or older. So we're going to pay out the first year about 175 billion. They also want $97,000 a year for each one of the black people under reparations for the next 250 years. They want all credit eliminated. They want their own educational system. They want the money raised to go into a reparations oversight committee, not, not the government of San Francisco, not City Hall. So this is a lot of unrealistic, pie-in-the-sky promises. And I'll get to why this is happening in a minute, but it's stuff that could never happen. And these people on these task committees know that. That's why yesterday they did not put a dollar figure on the reparations report to the governor. But let's get back to the reparations itself. In my lifetime, and I'm going to be very direct here, and I'm probably going to make a lot of enemies, but I've never seen a more insidious, inane, exploitive, and cruel plan 
put forth to the American public. And my heart goes out to the blacks who are being misled. There's no way in the world that you could pay the reparations they're asking for and keep this country to intact. Why do I say that? If I'm getting off track here, inter interject, ask me the question, CMA, because you're very good at because that. Because the thinking of actually um, wanting to do something for the black community is a good thinking, right? Where I think about it, like the people that care about the black community, they want to do something for them. Let, let me be very clear here. I'm not denying, and no one in their right mind can deny that there's been discrimination against the black man. But there's been a discrimination against the red man, the American Indian. There's been discrimination against the brown man, the American Mexican. There's been discrimination against the yellow man, the Asian. There's been discrimination against the green man, the Irishman, who was a slave before the black guys. They don't think of that. The Irish were indentured servants before the blacks were in the West Indies. They were stripped of their own country, sent as slaves to the West Indies, and eventually a lot of them found their way here and made their fortune. So we owe a lot of reparations to a lot of different people. But the point I'm trying to make, CMAC, and we can talk about the details of reparations forever, this country was founded on the principle that all men are created equal, that there shall be no discrimination on race, color, creed, or ethnicity. That's what the United States was founded on. That's what's in our Constitution, and it's in our state charter. So what they're proposing is illegal. Also, I want to bring up the fact that in both plans, both the state and the San Francisco plan, there is measures in there to eliminate, to abolish any laws that ban discrimination. Why? And both, both, they don't talk about that, but in both plans there are measures to abolish laws against discrimination. Why? because they need that to happen in order for a plan like this to exist, because it discriminates. But I want to go one step further. It's not discrimination. It's exploitation. We are exploiting the black man. Not we. The people pushing this are exploiting the black population. How? There's a lot of people in this country that think we've already paid our reparations. How many hundreds of thousands of people died in the Civil War? White men, black men, brown men, everybody, to free the slaves. In the last 50 years, how many handout programs, welfare, affirmative action plans have been geared just to the black community? Were those not reparations? The taxpayer picking up the bills for riots that they themselves started, initiated. What about those? Are those not reparations? So a lot of people feel that we've already paid reparations. And I'm not saying I'm one of them, I'm not. I'm just saying that's the way a lot of people feel. I interviewed a lot of black people in preparation for this show. Most of the people I talked to, I'd say 75% of them said this is a joke. And you know what stuck in my mind? Several of them said, if the white man thinks that I need his money to compete, he's wrong. Two or three of them said, hey, if the white guy, they always say the white guy, but there's a lot of other people, want to give us, the, are dumb enough to give us the money, I'm smart enough to take it. Now that, any ethnic group would do. 
And a lot of them said, you know what, I'm against it. I don't need the white man's dollar. We were enslaved long enough. We had the masta under the slave owner. Now the new master is going to be the American dollar. I don't want it. I don't need it. I don't want to be enslaved again. That's what I heard from the black community. No thanks. So all this malarkey about, well, 65% of Californians are for it and 90% of black people are for reparations. No, 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 no. That's not true. The average American and the black understands it just like anybody else. This country was founded on the principle, give us your masses, give us your downtrodden. From this point on, regardless of race, color, creed, or ethnicity, you're going to be treated equal in America. And this is the only country in the world that's done that, that's created a melting pot of the downtrodden from all over the world, and many, many, many of them have been successful because they wanted to be. So this country was found, it wasn't founded on the principle, give us your downtrodden, we're going to pay you later on reparations, because you'd have to pay reparations to everybody. That's the end of the country. This is what America is. Come here, do well, study hard, work hard, be successful. We don't care what your color is. I grew up in a black neighborhood. I grew up in a neighborhood, we appreciated people's differences. We didn't discriminate against their differences. We appreciated it. That's why I loved, uh, when I went to San Francisco, there were so many different ethnic groups and neighborhoods and everything that appreciated each other's differences. You know, and there's, there's discrimination is a word that's very misused. Human nature discriminates. Italians want to live with Italians in North Beach. Chinese want to live with Chinese in Chinatown. Blacks want to live with blacks in Butchertown and Hunters Point. The Irish want to live with the Irish out in the sunset. The Mexicans like the mission. They like their food. They like their culture. Not wrong to discriminate. That's a sign of freedom. Discrimination isn't the case. It's discrimination is bad when you discriminate against someone because of the color of their skin. Yes, we have done that in a lot of cases to the black man, but we've done that since time began on almost everybody. We're not paying reparations. That, that is going to destroy one of the fundamental blocks of America. This episode is sponsored by Midas Gold Group. Saudi Arabia has said they are open to accepting currencies for oil other than the dollar. Kissinger set up a petro business agreement with the Saudis in the 1970s, enshrining the US dollar as the world's reserve currency. This could be shattered. The grave consequences would be felt by every American. The Fed and politicians have abused the management of our monetary and fiscal policy. They have thrown an anchor on Americans with over $200 trillion in debt. That includes old entitlements. We also have the BRICS countries forming an alliance to control commodities we need. Would they give them up for devalued dollars? Will they back their currencies with commodities while we back with nothing? Is this the de-dollarization by many countries in the world that could destroy our currency? Now is no time to play games with your portfolio, which aside from your house is paper. Better trade some of that in for precious metals at veteran-owned Midas Gold Group. Call 855-322-GOLD. That's 855-322-4653. There's still time to get a gold IRA from the number one veteran-owned gold IRA dealer in the country. Midas Gold Group, your vault of confidence.
So Tony, what, from what you're saying, do you think that they're not going to pay this? This is From what I'm saying, CMAC, I know they can't pay. You know they can't pay. There's not a thinking person in this world that knows they can't pay. The money's not there. You want to destroy the United States? That's the quickest way to do it. The impact of this latest form of playing the race card, reparations, is going to be so brutal for the average black person because they're not as politically attuned like the white people, everybody else. People are not into the details. That's why we're talking about it. That's what the show is. Because they think for. they're going to get paid. Right? They people are going to start to count oh, on oh, it. Boy, I'm going to get a million dollars, or I'm yeah. going to get a hundred thousand, or a year, or I'm going to get a job for the rest of my life. They're not. It's not going to happen, boys. Not going to happen. So wake up. Don't be exploited. Allow yourself to be fooled again. It's not going to happen. Now, what's going to happen in society? A lot of these people are going to be very upset, and they're going to go out and they're going to riot. And again, the taxpayer be they white, black, or whatever, are going to have to pick up the bill. Now, the people that are behind this thing know they have to preserve that black voting block, so let's promise them anything. We know we can't deliver it. We know that. They know that. Can they pay it over time? Let's no. say like There's not enough money. You, you pay that over time. What are you going to pay? All the other, how are you going to satisfy all the other important things in society that need to be done? There's Do you think other money. groups will come forward or you get upset over Oh, without over a doubt. Without a doubt. We owe the Mexican. We took his land. We owe the Chinese that built the railroads. I, I went all over that. We owe almost every race you can think of. You cannot, the, the United States didn't say, give me your masses, I'm going to pay them. From this point on, we're giving you opportunity. We're giving you an opportunity to be treated as an equal man in every aspect do the best you can with it. That's what the United States is about. If these people want to tear it apart with something as silly as reparations, they're going to destroy this country. And I, 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 that's not going to happen because there isn't enough money there. And they know that. These committees know that. Now, you ask me what's going to happen. A lot of the poor black people are being misled. They're being misguided. They're going to, they're going to revolt. They're going to be upset. But they're going to be kept together as a block. The next thing will come along will promise them, you know, 40 acres and a mule, <laughs> like we used to during the Civil War. It's a dream. It's not going to happen. What we got to do as a group of people of all colors is make sure that the past discrimination that did happen never happens again. That's what we got to do. That's the hope we got to give them. We don't need to give them any more false promises. We got to give them the hope and provide them with as much education within fiscal limits as we can. We have to support those people that are downtrodden and discriminated against. And we have to eliminate exploitation. When I was in Oakland, I, I sensed that there was a lot of tension between black people and white people. Do you think California has become more um, divided on race? Without a doubt. Absolutely yes. And we have spent tons of money to hope it doesn't. We're putting money in the wrong programs. We're doing this the wrong way. Instead of educating people and insisting that people look at the details of programs and trying to help them out by raising them up by their own bootstraps, 
we're giving them money to be quiet, we're doing this, give money, money, money. The race relations has never been so bad in this country as it is today. Never been so bad. I want to offer one, one observation that's interesting. <laughs> one of the black guys I know said, Hall, I'm going to tell you something. There's as many black millionaires per capita in the black community as the white community. And he had all kinds of stats and figures. He was right. He said, there's as many black millionaires that own luxury homes per capita as there is white, maybe more. The perceived discrimination has been used as a tool to organize a voting bloc. That's all it is. So that's not what the United States is about. Do you think the race relations is worse than when you were growing up, or do you think things have gotten better? When you were growing up, was it, was it like that, where people would think, oh, people of color? Because now we are hearing that a lot more. You know, when I grew, up, I grew up in an area that there was, it was a melting pot. There was there, and we never saw color. First time I experienced color was in my neighborhood when so-called community organizers came in and said, hey, we're going to have a riot here in a couple weeks. Watch your backside. The Watts riots. In my neighborhood, that's where I grew up. So I didn't know what the hell color was. The black guy didn't know what color. We were all living, they were all living, trying to make a living, trying to raise families, trying to play ball trying to do what we could, get a scholarship to college, you know. You had gangs, you had this and that, but that was petty ante compared to what it is now. Now, people really don't want to like each other because of the color of their skin. Something as stupid as the color of skin has got people arguing because they've been told, they've been misguided, they've been told this, you've been discriminated against. You've been this, you've been that. Everybody has, everybody has. This particular reparations thing is so ridiculous. It's going to cause more bad race relationships. To ask a non-slave owner in San Francisco, the average household is going to have to pay $600,000 if the $5 million is paid out. So you're asking non-slave owners to pay people who were never slaves $5 million per black guy in San Francisco. And each guy give up 600,000, which he hasn't got, his household income, he hasn't got it. That's what it's gonna take. Each household, each taxpayer in San Francisco is gonna to have to add $600,000. It's not gonna happen. So boys, stop it. Stop misleading people. Just, that's just for San Francisco <laughs> and for has nothing million. to do with the. That's not counting the, the $97,000 every year for the rest of their life. That's not counting the free education. That's not counting forgiveness of all debts. That's not counting the right for them to buy a house in San Francisco for a dollar. That's also included in the San Francisco race reparations package. It's a joke. And it's so unfair to the black man. Because uh, probably a lot of people believe that this is going to happen, no, right? The, I don't. <laughs> the I mean, black community is probably well, a I lot mean, of people. Yeah, just like in any community, you know, they hear this stuff, hey, I'm in for reparations. I, mean, I guarantee you, I know guys that are saying, hey, I must have some connection to a slave. Uh, I know one guy, he's 20% black. He says, I got, I'm going to research my background. It's not going to happen, CMAC. Number one, it's illegal in both the state and federally. So they got to climb that, that little battle. The Supreme Court just came out and said affirmative action's dead, as it should be. 
as it should be. Nobody should be given a leg up over another person because of the color of their skin. Because of the color of their skin, given a leg up. Not discriminated against. That's got to go. We don't want any more discrimination on color. But no one should be given preferential treatment because of the color of their skin. That's reverse discrimination. That's exploitation. Now, Tony, uh, to, to get things back to uh -huh. normal between these different races, because I feel like there's a lot of tensions, and there's this thinking, okay, this person is brown, I need to talk to them this way. This person is Asian, I need to talk to them that way. This person is black, this person is white. To get rid of that and going back to... You have to have people talk the truth. Tell the truth. You cannot promise something you can't deliver. I will not mislead people. I never have been. I never will. That's, that's wrong. That's lying to people. So when someone says, I'm going to give you $5 million, or I'm going to give you 13000 a year for every year you've lived in California since 1970, that's hogwash. That can be attained, but not the full package. You know, you can pay out. I suspect the state reparations de-emphasize the number because Gavin Newsom's running for president. He doesn't want to be stuck with a number. He's going to keep this reparations thing going as long as he can to keep the black voting block together. But he's going to drop it. He can't do it, and he knows it. And it doesn't translate well nationwide. So that's going nowhere. What has to be done is we have to get back to the way we were. You respect people's differences, not their similarities. Well, I'm against you because you don't think like I do. Let's respect each other's differences. Let's, we're all in this thing together. Let's try to make the best of it while we can. Let's reach out to each other and say, hey, man, you need a helping hand. I'm going to help you. But I can't help you and take it away from Pedro over here or Peter or Kelly or whatever the hell his name is. I can't do that because it's not fair. To deliver on reparations that they're asking for, you've got to take away from another group of people. That's unfair. That's creating more racial disharmony and more racial strife. And That's it might make those groups mad. Of course it's going to. We're going to have riots all over the place. And, and I, listen, the worst type of, of crime in the world is exploitation. Discrimination, man has been discriminating against whatever for, since he was created. Exploitation exploiting a group because of the color of their skin or because of their you're promising something or because of false promises no that's wrong that's sinful and you can't do that you just you you destroy what america's all about you can do it in a dictatorship you can do it in a socialist regime you can do it in a communist regime you know but you can't do it in a free enterprise democratic republic it doesn't work it destroys it you mentioned the reparation plans for San Francisco, but has San Francisco tried to do reparations in the past? Well, if, if you define reparations as special privileges, special reaching out for one group of people, yes, I was part of that. I was in control of that program for the Civil Service Commission. We made a, a, a concerted effort to recruit and attract blacks to go into civil service positions that they could qualify for, that they took a test for. I don't know how many muni drivers I put on there in the city. Uh, yeah, that was affirmative action. And 
Was, did it help? Yeah, the city needed at that time more blacks in, in civil service, so we went out and we recruited them. Uh, it wasn't giving them anything. It was giving them the opportunity for a job, and some of them made good at it. A lot of them made good at it. You have to create the opportunity for people to, but you don't give it to them, it's no strings attached. They had to work. I was giving them a job. It's called work, you know, rather than sitting on the street doing nothing. Hey, guys, here's a job, but you got to work. And a lot of people took advantage of it. So we were fortunate in that way. Uh, there has been affirmative action programs designed for the black community in San Francisco. A lot of that started under Mayor Alioto, and it went uh, uh, bigger and bigger and bigger with each consecutive mayor. Uh, but a lot of those programs weren't just giveaway programs. A lot of them were. They were abused. The programs were abused. The war on poverty. Uh, the they were programs that were affirmative action. Was there good that came out of it? Yeah. Some people got their jobs and did very well. Was a lot of times they wasted that opportunity. But I'm not going to go back I, and propose that we pay them for that lost opportunity. And that's what reparations is. Oh, we want to be paid for businesses that never were. We want to be paid for the houses that we never got, that we never paid for. We want to be paid for the time we spent in jail, even though we might have committed a crime. Maybe we did, maybe we did. But we want to be paid for that time. That's what reparations is saying. Read the report, folks. So for those people that are involved in this task force, and the, they're kind of at the forefront of this, that might think that this is going to get paid or go through, what, what do you recommend to them? Start thinking about, you're going to destroy the goose that lays a golden egg, and, and what are you going to have then? Stop fooling your own people. Stop it right now. That is not going to lead to racial harmony. Only love, education, and really caring about your fellow man are going to heal this thing. This is the wrong, this is the wrong approach. I'm sorry, that's, that's my feeling on it. It's not just my feeling, it's the feeling of almost every black I've talked with. They know they're being exploited. They don't need the white man's money to prove they can compete. They'll take it. You want to give it to them if you're that dumb. But they don't need it. These guys can compete in any aspect you want, most of them. The ones that are educated, go to school, that want to learn, that want to pull themselves up by their own bootstraps, hey, they can handle themselves. They're good people. We have to appreciate them for their differences. That's what it's all about. Now, uh, did you, when you were talking to your black friends, were they telling you what would, what do they really need in the black community? Do they? Well, the, most of my, my black friends in San Francisco are from San Francisco. They grew up there. You know, uh, a lot of them, some of them, you know, have only been there a generation or two, but most of them know what the city was. They know that. Did they feel any discrimination? Is that... Oh, sure, everybody felt discrimination. Everybody feels discrimination. Of course they did. But they're willing to overlook that and move on with their life. I know a lot of black musicians that are fabulous musicians because they've made music their thing and they're out there expressing themselves and they're making a living at it. Uh, I'm a singer. I've been a singer. I've been, you know, I've worked with black bands and they don't need reparations to help them out. 
They know what San Francisco's all about. It was a harmonious town. It can return to that. But you can't have certain people calling for this amount of money going into this particular group because you're taken away from this group. It's just human nature. You, we're limited on our resources. So people have to do it themselves. Too bad. I feel bad about what happened to a lot of different... I feel really bad about the American Indian. I feel bad about the, the Mexican. I feel bad about everybody because things happen to people that shouldn't have. But there's nothing that Tony Hall or anybody else can do about the past except try to not make it happen again in the future. So if you were um, in a position to, to talk with this reparation task, task force and these people. To, to what? To talk with them. Yeah. And, and um, recommend some ideas for them. They've got tasks with putting this together. Should they do any tax credits? Should they do any other things? What, what That's are That's discriminatory. That's discriminatory. We know those guys, this color so didn't pay taxes or only pays this. That's discriminatory. Can't do that. My advice to these people is look, Everybody, every race you can think of has been discriminated against or hurt by other races over the, the life of mankind. Get over it. You've got a great country here that is reaching over backwards to provide you with an education, with, to provide you not only with an education, with um, the means to express to other fellow men the goodness in your heart. That's where you got to go. You've got to, you have to open the door so that these people can be kind to each other. And they have to know why they're being kind. Praise them when they're doing well. It's not about money. It's not about money. Money is going to destroy them. Do you think if they would have focused more on the values and ethics and culture? Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. If you focus more on what America's all about, what value do you, you have here, what are the benefits of this country? As opposed to other countries uh, where there's dictators and whatnot, if they concentrate on just what you said, that's a big step in the right direction. We have to teach not only the black person, all races that that come here. We have an influx of people coming in like mad. They have to be taught, hey, you're in America now. You can, make, you can do well here, but you got to learn to respect your fellow man, regardless of where he's coming from, regardless of his color. You have to learn to protect him, and better yet, hopefully love him. Hopefully help him out when he needs a hand. Tony, from what it sounds like, it, it seems like that there is this task force. They have actually made recommendations, but it might not be real. And people, some people might get hurt as a result of it. If it becomes real, then people might not be realistic. Some people, other people might get hurt. If it becomes re not real, a group of people will get hurt. Um, if you were to recommend something to the task force, or if you were in charge of it, how would you deal with it? Well, this? first of all, if I was the governor or the mayor and I appointed the task force, I would appoint people from all walks of life because people from all walks of life live in our society. I wouldn't appoint just people from one ethnic group. Secondly, I would say, gentlemen, ladies, whoever, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to ask you guys to engage in a study that comes up with solutions based on reality, solutions on how to improve things 
not about how to make up for the sins of the past. How do we improve things going forward? Because this is America, and I want to preserve that fundamental thing of equity for all people. So I want you people to work on it and come back with me with how do we make mankind, how do we make up for the past by doing things in the future that eliminate what we did wrong in the past. I want real solutions, not based on money, because money is a cheap thing. I want real solutions on everyday problems that all of us can live with, and you're all being chosen because you represent society, not just one group. I would appoint people that are compassionate, people that are intelligent enough to understand what we're facing, and people that can make recommendations that actually mean something. That's what I would do. I would not appoint 24 people, one of which is a non-black, and they're all coming from the same political spectrum. Uh, that's what I would do, and I would get results. Because it, it's, it's, it's all about honesty, compassion, tolerance. We have to tolerate each other we're not going to be long for this world. We're going to eat each other up. We have to be honest with each other. We have to have compassion for each other. But we have to appreciate our differences. We have to, we, we've had enough of this. I, I, I only appreciate what I'm familiar with, what I'm similar to. That's got to go. That's, that's of the past. So that's what I would do. See, Mac, it's just common sense. Tony Hall, former county supervisor in San Francisco. It was great <laughs> to have you on California Insider. I just want to say, CMAC, thank you. Uh, you're the only guy I know, the only media outlet that is trying to educate the people out there. You are really living up to your beliefs. And most media outfits are all about money, are all about one way of thought. You're down the middle. You're, you're, you're doing a great job in California, and I, I hope for your sake and for the sake of Californians that they, that they listen to you, your program because you're doing a great job, and thank you. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate it. Thank you. If you like the show and our content, you should go to insiderca.com and sign up to our newsletter because we never know what can happen with social media and other platforms in terms of distributing our content. If you'd like to come on the show and be an insider, you can reach out to us at cainsider at epochtimesca.com. Again, it's cainsider at epochtimesca.com. We'd love to have you on the show to tell us what's going on in your field in California. Thank you for watching.